What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. All right, everybody. Welcome again to the Limitless MD podcast. I'm your host, Vikram Raya, and I am really excited to have one of the most amazing people I've met in my life on this podcast, Mr. Trevor McGregor. And, you know, here's his official bio, and I'll tell you what who he really is, though. Officially, he is a high-performance master coach. You know, he put down 25,000 hours. I think it's probably close to 35,000 hours. Um, he's coached Fortune 500 clients, athletes, um, real estate investors, entrepreneurs. This guy's a complete badass, you know, and if you had to describe one word, it's called transformation and not just, oh, great, I'll lose a couple of pounds. Oh, great, I'm earn an extra couple hundred K. No, this guy literally is going to change the frequency, the vibration where you operate at, and literally you'll become the highest, best version of yourself. And, you know, um, where, where did he learn all this from? Well, he's he's been in the school of life, right? He's been through the Tony Robbins organization. He's been a platinum coach there. He's worked for corporate companies all over the world. Um, he's a real estate investor. You know, he's in, invested in alternative asset classes. He's really into green energy and, and, and impact investing. And, you know, I've had the privilege of staying at his house in beautiful Vancouver. He has three amazing kids. His wife, uh, Lisa, is just a, a, her own tour de force. But, you know, what I love about Trevor is he's down to earth. He's pragmatic, but he knows the two to three levers in each individual he coaches to take him to that next, next level. So, guys, please help me welcome my good friend, Trevor McGregor. Well, wow. Thank you so much, Vic. It's just an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm blessed and grateful. And uh, my gosh, what a bio. You kind of give me a big head, but it's really the truth that, you know, I've been in this game called personal growth for decades now. And I'm telling you, after working with your right 30,000 people, you know, I'd have to be an idiot at this stage not to see what, you know, holds people back versus what's allowed people to absolutely, you know, put the pedal down and become limitless, not just in business, but in life in general. So it's great to be here with you, my friend. Yes, sir. So let's get started. Um, 
You know, a lot of people start the podcast when, when they're interviewing guests. Hey, you know, tell me your story, your back, your origin story, your bio, your backstory. But you know what? I want to do something a little different. You want to play full out with me? I am ready to play full out with you. Let's talk about maybe maybe the two or three critical inflection points in your life, Trevor, where literally you made a two millimeter shift, a one millimeter shift, a critical decision and cut off any other possibility, but the, the, and, and forge a destiny that only you could forge. Well, it's a great question. And I think that's, what's cool. And what sets this podcast apart from others is we don't need to go into all the backstory. What I think people that play at our level do is they look for those, you know, two, three, four inflection points where, you know, the rubber really met the road because you made a decision. And that decision was probably a tough decision. And to go back for me, again, born and raised in Canada, went to university, studied business. And what do most people do? Well, we go off and work in corporate or we become a doctor or a dentist and go practice medicine. And we believe that that's going to be the holy grail for us until we're 65 and we cash in that 401k and live happily ever after. And while I worked in corporate and achieved some fairly significant success, I'm telling you, I wasn't fulfilled. And what does somebody do when you just know there's got to be something more? you got to know there's something bigger and better waiting for you is you seek guidance. And that's the first inflection point for me, Vic. You know, I went and hired a coach. And that coach was absolutely instrumental in doing what we call a personal inventory. What's working? What's not working? You know, what are you really enjoying? And what do you feel is causing you to feel this emptiness? And as I worked with this coach and worked with this coach, you know, I soon found that I was really had this insatiable appetite to go out there and help more people. And ultimately, I also found out this insatiable appetite to go and buy real estate. So the first inflection point was finding that coach. The second one was through his support, his guidance, his mentorship, going out there and literally becoming a real estate investor. And I'm telling you, those are the first two things that when I look back now and have hindsight, they've completely changed my life for the better. Oh, wow. Uh, I like to unpack some of the things you said there, Trevor, because I've been where you're where you're speaking of. Um, there's been times where I'm like, is this all there is? Is is there more or is there more in me that needs to come out? Like and, you know, I, I work with so many doctors and, you know, I'm friends with I'm a cardiologist myself and I, I, you know, I'm surrounded by physicians and, you know, it's my tribe and my tribe seems to get to a point where maybe it's in their 30s and early forties, but they're, they hit sort of a, they're, they're a major plateau. They're, they've gotten good at their job. They're excellent at their job, in fact, and they're being fulfilled somewhat in the, in the sense that they're, they're serving their patients and they're taking care of the families, but it's, it's, they're, they're sort of handcuffed in a way, the golden handcuffs, if you will. So yep. Yep. you talked about not being fulfilled. You talked about uh, emptiness. You thought about something bigger inside of you what what age was that and why why did you think about coaching as the option versus other other choices well i think that's the the beauty of the question is that i didn't know what i didn't know so i do believe that success leaves clues and that by surrounding yourself with other people who have a little bit more life experience a little bit more business experience a little bit more real estate experience not only do they co-create and help you figure out you know where you're at and where you want to go but oftentimes they share their story and their journey and not just their successes, but they also share some of their failures. And I'm telling you, I've had my fair share of success, but I'll tell you this, you know, this Vic, I've absolutely fallen down in many different areas of my life and had to get up, dust myself off, pick myself up and keep on keeping on. 
And so what was really great about, you know, working with that coach was I was in my early 30s. And I think for most people, it's kind of in that sweet spot of 33 to 37. And you could be early or you could be late to that. But from about the age of 35 and on, you know, we've got typically the, the career, we've done our education, we got the spouse, we got the house, we got the kids, right? But then what? Right. You know, and when we look at the calendar and we see, oh, my God, do I have to endure another 50 years of this? That can be absolutely, you know, frightening to a lot of people. So I think in our mid 30s, early 40s, we really start to go, okay. now that I've achieved some things. And I think the people that are listening to this show, I would say, are fairly high performers and successful people. You got to really believe in the concept of growth, because if we're not growing, if we're not moving to the next chapter of our life, I'm telling you, we stagnate. And I don't know any high performer that I coach. I don't know anyone that you know, that you coach, that doesn't always want to climb the ladder of success. And that's something where I say, if you feel good about life, well, good isn't good enough because high performers want to go to great. And once you get a sense of great, where do you want to go? You want to go to excellent. Now you're playing what we call above the line. And imagine if you're, you know, the next chapter of your life is excellent and you keep compounding and compounding, you start to go to what we call outstanding. And guess what? After outstanding comes extraordinary or extraordinary. And that is available to everyone who's listening to this show, no matter what your age is, no matter where you're at in your corporate journey or in medicine. How do we just speak to that, Vic? No, uh, Trevor, um, I like to, uh, for a moment, stock on what you're saying. Um, the fact that there's these levels of greatness, right? It's good then great, then excellent, then outstanding, then extraordinary. Um, that's what the listeners on this podcast want to know about. They're the 1% already. The 99% are not listening to the podcast. The people who listen to this podcast are the 1%. But guess what, Trevor? They want to go where very few have gone. They want to become uncommon among uncommon people. They want to literally be extraordinary. So, you know, you've had some experience taking people there. What is it that's preventing them? First of all, what is the belief system that they have that has not allowed them to achieve that, achieve that escape velocity? And number two, what's the, the, the tactical strategies that they need to get there? And, I, and, the, and the cookie cutter answer I'm going to tell you already is mindset. We get it. Sure. Give me something real. Well, I love how you say escape velocity because you know, again, after literally being in my position where I hired a coach and then I got into real estate, right, I still wanted more. And as I did that and people started coming to me asking, how was I starting my own escape right from where I was to where I wanted to be? You know, I started to teach this to other people. And I'll answer your question in just a minute, because it has a lot to do with, you know, what Tony Robbins talks about. And, you know, that was the third part of my biggest distinction or my trajectory change is where I had done the corporate thing. I'd done some real estate thing. I was teaching all these other people and coaching them, you know, one-to-one. -one. And then I got invited by the man, the myth, the legend. Yes, Tony Robbins to come and work with his beautiful organization. So I spent half a decade, you know, at Robbins Research International. And that was really where I started to cut my teeth and start to understand the human condition and why people did what they did. And it was really there that I coached a ton of doctors, a ton of attorneys. I've coached millionaires. I've coached billionaires. I've worked with gold medal winning Olympians. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And it was really there that I really started to understand exactly what your question is about. 
because I'm a big believer that success leaves clues. And my job as a high performance coach was to do something we call turning decades into days, right? Turning decades into days. I don't want people that are 35 or 37 or 42 to have to wait 10 years to figure out that escape velocity when I'm somebody that can help them go and you're somebody can help them go, you know, from good to great to excellent to outstanding to extraordinary in a matter of, you know, distinctions. Because again, it's really, that's when the light bulbs go on is when you start to see and think differently than you've ever saw and thought differently before that opens up a whole world of possibility. So I'll go into more detail, but that gets the party started. What do you think? Yeah, I love that. I love that. So if I'm a one percenter, I'm like, all right, great. You know, I've, I've done the house and the spouse, right? The kids are doing fine. The college education is set up. You know, I take three to four vacations a year. You know, I'm one of the top performers of my company or my practice or, you know, whatever. And, you know, I'm in relatively healthy shape. What's next? How can I go to that next level? And like, what, what would be the rubric of thought process for that person? Well, it's a great question. Here's where we get into the good stuff, because I've really identified after doing 30 some thousand coaching sessions that we can boil that answer down into what we call the four S's, right? And if you think of these four words I'm about to share, they all start with the letter S as in superhero. And if you think about the first one, right? Most people have challenges in this three pound mass between their ears called their brain that affects their state. So the very first one is their state. And state is made up of our physiology, focus, and language. And unfortunately, most people are focused on what they don't want, Vic. Or most people are focused on, I don't know how to do it. Or most people are focused on, I don't have enough education. Or I, what if I lose money? Or what if it doesn't work out? And this little thing called fear or doubt or worry or anxiety grips us. And we start to say, you know what? I'm pretty comfortable the way it is. I don't need to change. I think I'll just camp out here. So the first thing we got to do is absolutely eradicate any of those limiting beliefs and start to give the individual an opportunity to really check in with their state management. How does that speak to you? You know, comfort kills drive, I always say. And I yep. absolutely agree with you. I think that's it, guys. Uh, and th those, those listeners who are listening in, it, it's your comfort zone, right? It's And, and we know, uh, Trevor, uh, we've spoken this at, at length. It seems to be when you're ready to traverse out of the comfort zone of your current existence and go into the unknown, that's where all the growth is. That's where all the contribution, that's where your impact is. That's where your next level of evolution is. That's exactly and it. And I think about it like a box and we call it your paradigm box. So I want the listeners to really picture themselves in the box they're in right now. And when they try to grow and go up, they hit the ceiling. And they try to go down, they hit the floor. They go left and right, they hit the walls. You've got to absolutely visualize your box expanding and getting wider and taller, wider and taller to where you're expanding what you're no longer comfortable doing to get on the edge of that comfort zone. Because Vic, you're absolutely right that all growth occurs just outside of your comfort zone. And that really goes back to really, you know, bringing in that second S word, which is your story, Right. And your story is really your identity. And your identity, folks, is the number one thing that says, I'm going to stay where I'm at, or I'm going to absolutely build the muscle to go even beyond where I am today, right? And my coach, my mentor, Tony Robbins, has a great quote. He says that the strongest force in the human personality is our need 
to literally live out and define who we are based on who we think we are, right? So at the end of the day, if you're playing small and you're not stretching that, you know, paradigm box, you're going to just play small and just kind of eke out an existence where guys like you and I and the people that are in the 1% club, we are continually expanding that box by continually expanding our identity and our beliefs about who we are and what's possible. And I love coaching around that. What do you think? I love that. And um, Trevor, I, I, you know, I've worked with a lot of doctors and, you know, a lot of people come to me and, you know, everything is great until challenges happen. Everything's great until obstacles happen. How do you approach obstacles and challenges, especially things that are seismic, like you're getting sued, um, catastrophic financial stress, pandemic wiping out your clinic potentially, um, you know, a death of a loved one. Like, you know, there's a lot of things we can, most people can handle, but one something like this can really take them off course. And some people don't even ever recover from it. So what's your strategy and solutions for these, some of these kind of people? Well, I love the question. And again, you're teeing up the ball beautifully here because there's a great quote by Napoleon Hill that says, every adversity brings with it the seed of equivalent advantage. And I'll say that again, every adversity brings with it the seed of equivalent advantage. So what does that mean? Well, it means that every time we face adversity and as one percenters, guess what? We're going to face adversity a fair bit because again, we're always stretching. We're always trying to build that paradigm, you know, and make it go further and further out. So I've never met a one percenter that had a straight line, Vic, from where they were to where they wanted to be. And when adversity strikes, you want to embrace it. You want to be grateful for it because I'm telling you, that's where the one percenters build the muscle that they need to go beyond the problem, right? It's just like Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball team, right? So what does he do? He gets into the gym and he works even harder and he gets up early and he stays up late and he practices and now arguably, you know, one of the greatest players of all time. So when that adversity hit him, he wasn't defeated by it. He used it to catapult himself into the stratosphere. And I'm telling you, the listeners can do that as well. That's amazing. Uh, can you share with us real life stories of how some of your clients maybe, and obviously keep it confidential, but, you know, physicians, for example, or other high performers, you know, some of what are those struggles uh, and, and some of the obstacles that they have to face as they're trying to climb this mountain of success? Well, it's a great question. I think the first thing is to point out that nobody is an island, right? Every doctor I've worked with, every attorney, every business owner, every Fortune 500 executive, right, have all faced, you know, an uphill battle. Oftentimes that comes in the form of something like a divorce that almost takes them out of the mix, or maybe a lawsuit. You know, some people really get to the brink of almost having to declare bankruptcy, and some do. Some face health challenges. Some people that are in partnerships in medicine, you know, have a really good honeymoon with the existing partners until you know what happens. It's no longer a honeymoon. And now they got to start planning their escape route. So I'm telling you, it doesn't matter where you're at or what you're going through right now. I've probably heard it and seen it and felt it and dealt with it. And it really is an invitation not to be fearful, not to be doubtful, but to understand that, you know, as you go through it, fear is a call for courage. And the one percenters don't live in that fear-based modality, Vic. What they do is they feel the feelings. You don't press them down. You let them come up and you feel them. But then you say, okay, who do I need to be and where do I need to go from there? Because if fear is a call for courage, right, and we start to optimize ourselves by going, okay, I'm sure someone else has been in this situation before. What did they do? 
and you can read books. You can listen to audios. You can listen to great podcasts like this one. You can go to personal growth events because I'm telling you, there's already been somebody that's navigated what it is you're trying to navigate. And I'm telling you, that's where we can circumvent or do shortcuts to help you get out of the shit that you're in and help you get back into living your best life. That's awesome. So it's fortifying yourself. Sounds like with, uh, uh, you know, external growth, internal resilience and courage and knowing that, look, uh, I'm not the first one. And I probably won't be the last. And it's, you know, pulling, putting on your big, big boy pants and literally, you know, walking through it and, and then seeking outside guidance and help while fostering that inner resilience and strength. I That's really that. what it is. It's, it's like this too shall pass. And one of my coaches, one of my mentors, Dr. Joe Dispenza calls it crossing the river, right? Mm. If you think about the settlers that came to this great land, right? They maybe landed in, in the East coast and wanted to go West. And oftentimes them and their family and their tribe and their horses and buggies would come up against some big roaring rivers and they'd go upstream trying to find a place to cross and they'd go downstream and they'd think about stepping on rocks or building log bridges. But I'm telling you, everybody finds a way to cross the bridge when they're defiantly committed to crossing the bridge. And Vic, one percenters are no different. You guys have all crossed the bridge before and faced adversity before, and you want to go back and use that as rocket fuel or juice to bring forth anything that you need to access courage or optimism or gamification to move gracefully through whatever you're up against today. What do you think of that? You know what? That's exactly what I think uh, our listeners want to hear because, you know, we're, we're, we're recording this in the December timeframe. We're about to start a brand new year. And I want to equip our listeners with the best strategies, the best tactics to really reclaim their greatness and make 2022 the best year ever. So with that said, let's let's transition to a couple of things like the common complaint I hear when I talk to my physician colleagues and friends is time, right? They are not, uh, time owns them. They don't own time. What is the 80-20? What is the 20% things that will get them 80% of the results in creating more time, optimizing time, you know, or, or enjoying the time that they do have. I love that question for high performers. And I laugh because this is probably one of the biggest things that a lot of, you know, one percenters are up against, right? Because they don't know what's called the rule of 168. And the rule of 168 decrees, that means that it means that everyone that's listening to this beautiful podcast has 168 hours in a week. You've got 168 hours, Vic. I've got them. The listeners got them. Now we sleep for a bunch of those, we eat, we pay the bills, we play with the kids, but really what are you doing with that extra time where you're not at your W-2, but you could be literally improving your state or your story by literally really accessing what we call a strategy. And there are time management strategies that we teach where you're either doing busy work or task work, or you're doing outcome focused, high impact, high income work. And I think the one percenters are smart enough to know that it's time to do a personal inventory of where they spend their time. And once they define where they typically spend their time is to do something that I call the positive purge. And the positive purge is almost like, you know, if you think about Elon Musk, a high performer, when he has to put an electric battery in a smart car or a Tesla, he's got to keep it tight and compact. So he's famous for not adding things to the car, but to take things off to make it even easier. And that's kind of like the positive purge for high performers. What are you doing right now that you should not be doing anymore? 
What are you doing right now that doesn't add tremendous value to your business or your life? What are you doing right now that you could delegate to a virtual assistant or, an, or somebody like a, a personal assistant? Because I'm telling you, once you do this inventory and you start to think like Elon Musk, or you start to think like a high performer, you start to get these micro minutes back. And if you get micro minutes back and those add into you know, 15, 20, 30, one hour blocks, and you think about the compounding effect over a month or a quarter or a year, I'm telling you, that's where people get their time back and they're able to do something called optimize and maximize their business and their life. Wow. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I love the reference to Elon Musk because that really resonates with me. And I'm sure many of the listeners, uh, you know, there are, these people are not superheroes that we sort of adore and, and put on pedestals. They're, they're real human beings. They just happen to, like you said, optimize and maximize our life. And we got to learn, right? Success does leave clues. There's patterns to to progress or patterns to uh, success. And if you adapt to similar strategies, you will get the similar results. And that is the third aspect. That's the strategy that sometimes people don't have. And by listening to this show and listening to all of your great guests or working with you or a coach, you start to see that there's a different way to present your calendar, right? So you can do the W2 stuff or at the practice or at your business. You can have great date nights with your spouse. You can have quality time with your kids, right? You can have some time for recreation because we really separate things into colors. You got brown time, which is like watching television, green time, which is like working on your business in your life, and then gold time, which is all of those things that add tremendous value in you know perpetuity. So brown time would be like watching television. I wouldn't recommend that, you know, you do too much of that if you're a high performer. Green time is going out there and either working and getting ready to make money, or maybe you're making a lot of money. And then gold time is spending time reading books, listening to podcasts, working out, going on date night, traveling to Disneyland with your kids. I mean, it's really the gold time and the green time that when I look at somebody's life, Vic, I'll tell if they have the right strategies or not. You know, when I look at uh, my own life before I really started working on myself and trying to, you know, raise my standards, which I'm sure you'll get to, and change my identity and really become that next level person, right? I, I call this podcast Limitless MD, Trevor, because I truly believe not only myself, but other people can be limitless. And it's, 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 it's creating this identity and then living into that identity. And what I'm excited about is you know, I think a lot of people do spend a lot of time in brown and green and green is for sure they want to spend, but they do spend enough time in brown and they say they don't have enough time. And I think the shift is going to have to be, you really want to be beyond the 1%. You want to be, you know, the uncommon among uncommon. You'll, you'll need to reclaim the goal time. The goal time is not wasted time. You know, spending time with your children, impacting, you know, charities, um, you know, noveling about your life and, you know, scripting out your weeks and your months and, and taking care of your vitality is the fuel that allows the green to happen even better. Right. And, Spot on. and, and then the goal time really fuels your soul, right? It's not, I, I can't count on, a, on, you know, how many people I come across that they've hit a certain financial number and they're very comfortable, but they're empty completely. And uh, there's no passion in their life. And so I really believe it's, it's, it's a sort of what I, you know, what I like to talk about the five freedoms, uh, Trevor, and it's trying to get all those freedoms, right? Time and finances and your health and vitality and having this beautiful, resilient mindset 
and potentially working from anywhere in the world, right? So it's, it's, it's living it all. It really is. And I love how you said that, because I think that at the end of the day, we all want freedom. We want that financial freedom, that time freedom, the geographical freedom, you know, be fit, healthy, vital, you know, and all those things. And that really, really does lead us back to the fourth and final S. And that is your standards. It's your standards. And let's just be honest here, because I can tell you the quality of your life from here forward, folks, will be in direct proportion to the standards that you set for yourself and hold yourself to. And if there's one thing that the listeners of this podcast, the Limitless Podcast, know is that you've got to continually raise the bar. You've got to continually raise your standards. And there are things going on right now where people have to have a little bit of a come to Jesus moment and really ask themselves truthfully, am I living my standard? That could be in your health. That could be in your relationships. That could be in your parenting. That could be in your work. That could be in travel. That could be charity. I mean, we can open it up to any category, but that's another thing that one percenters do is they continually refine, right? Those standards so that when they combine their state, their story, their strategy, and now they've raised their standards, they truly become limitless. Why do you think, Trevor, and I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Why do you think some people have high standards and why do you think other people have even higher standards? Well, that's the number one reason, you know, is absolutely some people just will not settle. Some people will not fall into conformity right? And be sheep following other sheep around because there's a great quote that lions don't lose sleep over the opinions of sheep. And I think (laughs) one percenters are lions and lionesses that know that, you know what, the real secret to success, if you guys want me to distill all of my coaching sessions down into just two things is number one, you got to grow. And number one, you got to contribute. Because the moment that you stop growing, you stop raising your standards, you stop improving your strategies, you stop owning a higher identity, or you don't focus on the right thing state, I'll tell you, you plateau. And some people not only plateau, Vic, they absolutely start going down into the valley. And that's where coping mechanisms come in. And a coping mechanism is they start drinking. They might do drugs. They might, you know, do a lot of pornography or do retail shopping therapy. I mean, people are buying stuff from Amazon that they don't even need to change their state and try to feel good. Well, that's not how you do it, right? You got to really take that personal inventory and ask, all right, how do I need to recalibrate my state story, strategy, and standards to go from where I am today to new heights? And what I always look at is, well, what do you want? And what's that gap from where you are to where you want to be? And we then break it down into what's short-term. And short-term for me is really, you know, from about today for another year. And then long-term for me is about two to five years. And then anything beyond five years, I call your vision for your business and your life. So once you start to get a clarity on what do you want in the short-term, the long-term and the vision, you can then reverse engineer that and start to live the next chapter of your high-performance life. I absolutely love this. Guys, you should be paying attention to this. This is literally a blueprint for ultimate success. I mean, uh, it's being distilled down into the very fundamental components here. So I would be taking notes, guys. I'm taking notes. This is phenomenal (laughs) information. Um, Let's get into something uh, very, very tactical here. Uh, Let's talk about books. Uh, I know you're very well read. And um, I know most of the people who are listening to the podcast probably are are very well read. But and a lot of people read books. But I'm curious. What are the books that you've read multiple times over and over? 
And that's what I give me a couple of those. Yeah, that's what I love about this podcast. It's not like what's your favorite book or any of that, because we keep hearing the same answers. But what books have really, you know, changed my life? And, you know, I got to go back to really asking myself, which book have I read the most? And that is easily Vic Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, because not only have I read it 50 times, yes, that's five zero, (laughs) but I've got the audio program. I mean, my SUV used to never go anywhere without three things. The Think and Grow Rich audio series, a cell phone to call on real estate deals and a bottle of water. And I would literally have a university on wheels and drive around and drive around and drive around. And it's so funny because now my kids can recite passages from Think and Grow Rich. And it's just amazing to see how that has not only affected my life, but affected my children as well. That's amazing. So thinking of rich guys, Napoleon Hill is an oldie, but goodie and literally started this whole movement. Um, and bonus points, one more. Yeah, probably a couple come to mind. I mean, Awaken the Giant Within by the man, the myth, the legend, Tony Robbins or okay. Personal Power. I mean, you know, Tony's been doing his fine work on this planet for over 40 years right? And I'm telling you, he's worked with everybody from presidents to Olympic athletes and Mother Teresa, Princess Diana, everybody. And if there's one thing that's true is that book or those two books, and I've read them countless times, really talk about going back to what we call the basics, right? And when you go back to the basics and the fundamentals and you start with a clean slate, I mean, it's really easy to start getting rid of any old stories that are holding you back to start calling in the personal power that resides within you, or you awaken the giant within you. And it sounds cliche, but ultimately that's what high performers do. They step out of the old to embrace the new. And when that new becomes old, they step out of that new, new to go to new, new, new. And I'm telling you, the journey never stops. Okay, man, I could go on for hours and hours, but uh, I'm going to have about two, two more questions and I'm going to let you end with a powerful sort of a statement you want to leave with our, with sure. our audience about, you know, where, where they can find you, find out more information about you, but let's do this. Uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of emails and questions and interest and uh, comments about productivity hacks and morning routines. Uh, a couple that you'd like to share uh, that maybe are not, not, not commonplace. Well, again, it's not common uh, to get up at four forty-four every morning and folks, that's absolutely what I do. I'm an early riser. And while everyone else in, you know, America is sleeping, I get up and I do the things that other people are not willing to do. So I rise at 444, use the restroom, have a glass of water with lemon to hydrate and get some alkalinity in me. And then I'm telling you, it's on to a 30-minute meditation where I condition my mind for success, followed by a 30-minute workout. And I change it up. Sometimes I'll do a guided meditation. Sometimes I'll do you know a silent meditation. Sometimes I'll do a Joe Dispenza meditation. And workouts are the same. I really have some variety. I might be you know on my treadmill excuse me, on my elliptical using stretch bands or my X3 bar. Um, But I'm telling you, if you're not moving your body and your mind first thing in the morning, you're really missing out. From there, you have to set an intention for your day. What do you want to achieve in that day? What are your outcomes for that day? What are what I call your five to thrive? That if you set out to conquer five key things, whether that's in, you know, at work with your family with your finances, you know, um, maybe you're reading some great books, listening to great podcasts or anything, maybe being of service to someone. You want to really then ask yourself at the end of the day, right? Did I achieve my five to thrive? And if you did that every day and you really worked on those things, um, I'm telling you, you can live an extraordinary or extraordinary life. 
Guys, it was just broken down very cleanly here. I mean, it talked about what time to even wake up, you know, what to do in the morning, how to strategize, how to be tactical, how to move through your day. It doesn't take that much time. It's more about just being conscientious, scheduling it, and then boom, uh, you don't snooze. You don't press snooze. You just get up and you execute. And, you know, this is what has led to his tremendous amount of success. And I, I think if you can take some of those uh, tactics and adopt them to, to your life, uh, it will be wondrous what's going to happen in 2022. So with that said, um, what advice would you like to give not only to your listeners, but to your 35-year-old self? Wow. If I could go back and speak to my 35-year-old self, I'd tell him that the number one and number two things for me to really pay attention to and play full out on are these. And the first one is identify my hunger right? How hungry are you? Because I'm telling you, at 35, I was settling for maybe a few appetizers because I didn't believe I could have the full, you know, buffet. And it was really through coaching and mentoring and great books and audios and going to live events, where I soon found that the more we identify what we're hungry for, and I mean a true hunger, that's literally inside of you, like a fire in your belly, that maybe is burning with kindling, it allows you to throw some firewood on that sucker and get a bonfire going. So I would get a bigger bonfire going earlier on. How's that for my first answer? There you go. Very juicy. <laughs> you bet. Followed up by number two, Vic, and you know what that is. Number two is passion. Because once you get hungry and once you identify what you love to do, what are you passionate about? When you get out of the bed in the morning, you know, most Americans feet hit the floor and they say, oh God, it's morning. My feet hit the floor and I say, good morning, God. Thank you for the opportunity to go be of service because I'm telling you, life is about growth and contribution. And when you're hungry for it and you're passionate, and I think you guys are probably feeling my passion come through, life is truly an absolutely amazing journey. Dude, epic. <laughs> epic you. answer. Love it. Guys, this is uh, absolutely gold. You guys have just heard um, powerful questions from a man who's, been around the block a little bit. He has experience, he has wisdom, but more than that, um, he's had the conversations with the movers and shakers of the world. And so he's seen things that they, they've gone through, the struggles, the challenges, and these are people who are already successful. And if you're listening to this, you are as well. So take what, uh, what, 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 what resonated with you and, and adapt it because I think knowledge, uh, uh, knowledge uh, that is f for the sake of knowledge itself is useless. I think knowledge that is utilized is, is true wisdom. That's so. it. I mean, knowledge is potential power, right? And if you've enjoyed this podcast, my you know wish for you is not to just say, hey, Trevor and Vic, that was a great show, but really identify three things that you're going to absolutely do to implement it in your life right away. Because if it was just information alone, Every librarian in the U.S. would be a multimillionaire, and they're not because it's the application of the information that's important. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. So what does uh, 2022 look like for you? What, what big uh, projects or strategies or goals do you have in mind for yourself? Well, it's funny you should ask because we're recording this in December of 2021, and right now my wife and I just spent an entire weekend, you know, away. Grandma came to stay with the kids. And we absolutely went and did our entire, you know, life book for 2022, what we want to do personally, what we want to do professionally. And we've set some very lofty goals in real estate, in coaching, in consulting, in my wife's publishing company. She's a children's author. 
And I'm telling you, we've got so many irons in the fire where we just know we're going to call it in and speak it into existence and literally blow the doors off next year, Vic. That's awesome. And do you, uh, in your, in your crystal ball, what are the things that um, our listeners need to be cognizant of, of trends or, or things uh, coming in, into, into existence or, or, or changes that they need to be more um, uh, preparatory regarding? Absolutely. That's a great question. And I think that, you know, we're in a tumultuous time with COVID-19 and, and maybe this new variant. Um, there's some uncertainty in politics. There's some uncertainty with the stock market. So the very first thing I'd say before anything is learn to discipline your disappointment. That is, things are not always going to be perfect for you, right? It's like, you got to really think about what can you control and what can't you control? And you can't control the weather. You can't control the government. You can't control interest rates. So don't start trying. But what you can do is influence. And the first one you got to start influencing is yourself, reminding yourself that change is a constant and nobody gets to escape from change and that you've got to be malleable. I call it, you know, like the river of life. And sometimes you're in the river and it's like crazy whitewater rapids and you're feeling like you're going to get bumped out of the boat. And then you navigate whatever whitewater you need to. We call that hustle. And then guess what comes next? a beautiful, peaceful, serene flow of water. We call that flow. So I think that people should prepare for whatever they're going to need to do to hustle and flow and hustle and flow. And then there might be a waterfall and you have this amazing experience and you enjoy the waterfall because it puts you in a whole new stream, a whole new lake, a whole new ocean. And I'm telling you, people got to get out of the pool mind that is thinking that, you know, life is like a swimming pool and think about life like an ocean where it's expansive and massive and anything is possible. And I'm telling you, that's what I want, you know, for people in 2022 is to think differently and act differently, be of service, continue to grow and literally become the highest and best version that they can be. Trevor, thank you so much. This has been a very powerful, powerful podcast. Where can people find out about you? Where can they get to know you, uh, work with you, all of that stuff? Well, thank you again for having me on. And I want to give you a huge shout out because I know you live this, Vic. I know that everything that we've talked about are is near and dear to your heart and you're helping others do it through this podcast and through Limitless. Um, so thank you for that. And for anyone that does want to connect with me, you can find me either on my website, which is trevormcgregor.com, trevormcgregor.com, or you can find me through LinkedIn, again, trevormcgregor.com. And for anybody that's interested in, you know, learning more about a high performance coaching structure, I'm happy to talk to anybody that is a, you know, limitless listener. Very good. Very good guys. So all of this will be in the show notes below. Uh, please check out my man, Trevor McGregor, trevormcgregor.com. He's also on LinkedIn. You know, uh, this he's a, he's a walking legend guys, a phenomenal amount of information and his, his, his intentions are pure. He wants to elevate humanity. And that's what I love about him. So thank you again, my, my man. And can't wait to catch up soon. All right. Thanks for having me on and keep up the great work. Cheers, man. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.